Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we are back with our roundtables and we have a lot to catch up on. We started off with Black Panther Wakanda Forever, then we watched The Menu, She Said, and Falling for Christmas. The last one is that Lindsay Lohan Christmas Netflix movie. Major, major spoiler alert for all of those things. We don't want to ruin it for anyone, but we definitely go in-depth into all of them. I think the only one that, you know, maybe you'd be okay to listen to without having seen is She Said, if you are already familiar with the story. But we just want everyone to be aware before listening to the episode. You can always come back later once you've seen the films. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of follow-up points. Without further ado, here's We're Watching What? We saw Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. How did you two like it? We saw it together the first time. and Oh, you've uh, seen it multiple times. Yeah, well, because I, so I had another friend who had asked if I'd go see it with them prior to it coming out and had, uh, so I had two events that I, you know, which I guess often, like, historically for, for Jackie and I, too, like, with these movies or any other big franchises we're excited about, we would, like, often book a couple <laughs> showings, you know, because yeah. we assume sure. we're going to want to watch it again. If we knew we were going to like it, or at least we knew we needed to see it more than once. Yeah, or assume, you know, Force Awakens, we book, like, three times the one weekend i mean as one does yeah as one does yeah so went that went that that thursday night and yeah didn't love it didn't didn't have a really good time personally we talked a little bit about it after and just kind of but um i went again on saturday with my other friend and saw it in imax and everything which is better format and all the stuff whatever but i came out actually with a very different opinion oh interesting on thursday so i actually quite like it now it is not without issues to me but yeah i'm actually very i'm very interested in seeing it again which okay. I, you would not have gotten that out of me on Thursday. <laughs> on the Thursday when we went. Jackie, how many times did you see it? I've only seen it once. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, I didn't love it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. yeah. You know, I I mean, I thought that I thought the tributes to Chadwick were really well done. Mm-hmm. And um, I really liked those bits of it. Like, I was practically sobbing when it went silent into the oh, Marvel thing. And I was like, how do you make into yes. trying yeah. not to die? You yeah, know? That was cruel. It was cruel because it was like, you're trying not to make noises. And it was it was, it was was so well done, but it was like, try not to like make choking noises. But we're all just like. Which would have been fine, but everyone was so silent that it was like, I mean, people weren't yeah. even like eating popcorn. It was just like silence. Well, because yeah. everyone was trying not to breathe because they were crying yeah. so hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, yeah. So I, I thought that, that that stuff was really well done. I'm I'm glad to hear that upon second viewing, it improves. So it might just be one of those things where like you uh, need more time I, with it. Well, yeah. well, no. I mean, I think Ryan Coogler cuts a really amazing trailer, and I think that that can make expectations go to a place that you know it might right. not be able to reach. Right? Because that trailer was phenomenal. And I would say that, like, you know, it made me way more interested in seeing the movie than I had been previously. And I really liked the first one. But, you know, I my feelings for, you know, um, Letitia and, you know, and stuff just sort of colored what I thought was going to happen. But anyway, I don't know. So maybe it was an expectation thing, partly. But I I was really excited to see Riri. I kind of wish she was like. I don't know, more instrumental in getting them out or, you know, made more shoehorned. Yeah. Like it was kind of like, okay, well, why did you bring her in here? You just wanted to introduce her in this movie, which fine. I mean, whatever, but it just, yeah, felt shoehorned. I thought most of the, um, the portions with Neymar were really boring. I wasn't really into Mm -hmm. most of it. 
So I liked the other stuff better. Yeah. Fair enough. Matt, what do, can you narrow it down on what you think changed yeah. between the two viewings? I had some very big story gripes that, that were like sticking with me after the first time. And there were things that I, on the second time, was like, oh, I was actually like wrong about that. <laughs> like, you know, that I kind of thought... Like, I interpreted the ending the first time of when, when Nemora was down there and he's painting and Nemora's, like, pissed and she's like, I thought we were going to burn the world and whatever. I, for some reason, interpreted that conversation as he was, like, being super, super shady and was just like, oh, yeah, don't worry, we're going to. I just had to say what I had to to get out of it kind of thing, whatever. But, you know, like, like whatever. But in reality, it was like, oh, no, we will, but it'll be because the Wakandans will actually ask us to do it because they they just don't. They don't have the foresight to know what's coming, but he's not trying to be bad to the Wakandans anymore. But I thought he was going to try to still overthrow Wakanda again. Mm-hmm. Like, I just interpret it in a way that I was like, because I, one one gripe I do have, and I'm not entirely sure how I would rewrite it, but I have an issue with, with Namor intentionally killing Ramonda, mm-hmm. succeeding at it, and then gloating about it. Because it puts him into a place of this guy who's an antihero in the comics historically pretty accurately done personality wise i would say mm-hmm. in this um it, it it puts him into that edge of actually being diabolical in that to me like yeah. and and that was too far where i thought he could have attacked wakanda and she it could have led to her death because of something he did but the whole kind of like i'm there to kill her i did yeah. it and now i'm gloating in your face and i'm that was so like oh you're a villain you're an asshole. It's like, it's the murder versus manslaughter, effectively. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, and and it kind of made him unforgivable in that way, it, you know. And it, whereas everything else about it was kind of, you know, you you can you can you understand kind of where they're coming from somewhat. But a lot of it, I was the first time very like I just couldn't understand why they were fighting. I was like, this is you guys just stop, like stop fighting. I thought that there was such an easy way to write the script that was like Wakanda, since they didn't have the heart herb anymore, they were they were trying to find other ways to find it or something. And they're mining vibranium, finding things in the ocean, and it's leading to pollution in the ocean that pisses off the kingdom, hmm. the Morse kingdom, and then they come at them. Like, I thought that was, and then it's a battle of egos in that way. But it was so kind of like when he appears in Wakanda with Ramonda there and, and Shuri, and it was so, I was angry at her the first time, kind of like, girl, just like, why, why are you pushing back? <laughs> Like, just, just work with this guy for this one thing. And why do you care about the scientist's life? Like, again, that's the villain side of me. I get we need our heroes to be, like, better than. <laughs> but I was just kind of like, it just seems so silly that they're fighting that the plot seemed kind of thin to me. But then it, when you really get into the ego play and the kingdoms and the pride and that these are kingdoms that have had to fight to protect themselves from colonizers and just the world and everything, I thought that I could, I could kind of understand the whole kind of like stubbornness a lot more of like, no, you don't sneak in here and tell me what to do, you know? We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I agree with that, but I think my biggest challenge with it is I felt like, and some of this I will acknowledge goes back to what Jackie said earlier about my personal feelings about Letitia, right? Like, you know, I was like, these are two villains, which I don't inherently have a problem with. But at the end, they're trying to make it seem like, just kidding, we're all like sunshine and daisies and everyone's a Marvel hero again and capital H hero. And I felt like the motivations didn't play as well as I would. Like, Namors are fine. I get it. You know, that's that's what he should be doing as this new character. But hers, if you're going to go on this like revenge, whatever story, and then suddenly at the very end, it, it just felt too abruptly wrapped up. Yeah, the end was yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, and 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 someone I uh, my neighbor was also at one point saying he was like, he's like, yeah, 
it, it felt really bloated and obviously it's like, yeah, you could cut 30 minutes out. I don't know exactly what I would cut out, but he was like, or maybe it's something where you should have stretched what you were trying to accomplish over two films. And That's then valid. Yeah. given that development and like you could have easily added another 30 minutes to this story and made it two films. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like two different narratives. <clears throat> I got to say the body count of this movie is, you know, unparalleled in terms of, except for maybe if we're counting, you know, Endgame or something like that, within mm -hmm. the Thanos snap, like in terms of characters who we know and care about, this was brutal for that. But it, it felt like, and not that I'm opposed to Marvel taking out some of their heavy hitters, but it was like, ouch, this is a lot. And it obviously was, we know why yeah. one of them happened, yeah. but, right. you know. But yeah, um, and I, I also think on the Letitia thing, like, you know, I have my personal feelings about things about her now too, but. Uh, since COVID stuff, but yeah, I was, we shall be very clear. This has to yeah. do with like her. She's yeah. like yeah. not her, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think she's a fantastic actress. Prior, oh, see, I disagree with that. Uh, well, I well, I I I was gonna say I've always I thought that I I thought that Shuri kind of stole parts of the show in the first one, even though she's not in it that that much. I thought her like Black Mirror episodes great. Like I, I liked her, mm -hmm. and I at the time when the first one was out, and then with like Endgame, I was excited about the proposition. I was like, give Shuri Black Panther at some point, like, not like get rid of Chadwick at the time. Yeah, yeah, but just like passed, prepare like, to pass the man. I wanted, I wanted her because I love Shuri in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but then in this, I was like, I get, you know, it's different. She's grieving and it's just a very different kind of set for her. But I was like, she can't really carry. I think that's my issue mm -hmm. is that she's not, she's not the leading actor material kind of thing. And I almost felt like they had to kill off Ramonda because every frame that Angela Bassett stepped into was just the most like amazing thing you'd seen. And she had to go so that we could, and then I was like, okay, this is the moment for Letitia to kind of like come into her own in this story and actually show us what she's got. And then she's kind of just muted the whole time. It just doesn't really ever become for me. Like Riri outshined her, you know. Well, it, it, or, or Lupita, you know, I'm just like, oh, you yeah, have these super strong characters yeah. who, or deny, like I, and again, I, I will fully, acknowledge that some of this bias has to do with just my my being frustrated by her as a as a figure who should be like a stem science pro, or, or like you know is, is known for playing the stem science forward character and yeah i know it, is, it completely subverts that in real and not completely but you know oh, it, yeah, it's just yeah. it's not pretty it's not a good look she's playing a character who absolutely would not have had her stance in real life about the vaccine right <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah. and again if she had like blown me out of the water and given me Angela Bassett's performance, I'd be like, fine, I get it. Yeah, I get like, it. I and I, totally. I don't envy them in the position they were in for this movie because it's just, it's so hard. It's, it's so hard with everything it's so hard. they were dealt. Yeah. And I think that the fact that they were able to, to deal with that so like eloquently, I felt like in that way that I, I felt like it was for the most part and that they were able to craft something that's still like, I, I it knew the the film I thought I felt was smart enough to know that you were never going to not miss his presence in it. Mm -hmm. And so they never let his presence totally leave it because they never stopped talking about him in it. And I've heard people say they thought like, okay, I get it. Or blah, 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 like, but stop. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I've heard people say that. And I was just like, well, I don't know. Like it was so inform. It was informing so much about what was going on with these characters that I felt like the grief and and I don't know I, especially the second time too I felt like I hit it hit me in a different kind of way that I was like thinking about it in terms of like you know I in recent years I did lose my favorite person on the planet and that's the first like big loss of a uh, human I guess that I've mm -hmm. loved that deeply that I've uh, gone through and I was like 
a lot of that was kind of resonating in a way. And I liked that we were, okay, let's tap into the different stages of her grief, like through this process. I thought that was kind of a cool idea. But yeah, I think she needed to be stronger acting wise. Yeah. I mean, I think that the challenge for me is that no acting scene, acting, whatever, there was nothing that they could write that would outdo our audience, like being an audience member, having the context of the actual actor and stuff going into it. So I think, you know, that silent moment that Jackie was talking about earlier, it's just like they they knew that that was going to be more powerful than any anything else they could have done, you know. And And I think the one challenge with that is that I think it sort of not blinded them, but it did overshadow a lot of maybe the the more editorial decisions they could have made with some of it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I liked it more, you know, like the, the things and I, I thought it was, it was neat to infuse him and his story with, with some like real, real world culture, mm-hmm. you know, rather than a, 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 a fabricated made up, you know, mythological culture from the comics. I didn't, I don't see any issue with that. I, selfishly was a little bummed that I, I kind of wanted the like we're watching this film about like you know they're breathing underwater and all this stuff and we're watching you know Wakanda is this hidden empire in Africa and stuff and I'm like I didn't think it was too far-fetched to give us like I just wanted Talokan to have been a city that actually did sink into the ocean like like Atlantis like I wanted mm-hmm. like it to be like the dramatic I didn't really love the way we had to the way they kind of did with them uh how they you know with Captain Marvel and all these things and they're linking everything to the Tesseract, you know, and that like, it's this thing where like, Oh, now we have to link everything to vibranium and Oh, their powers come from there too. Mm. And all this, you know, that kind of thing. It was a little kind of like, I, I, I think it did serve the story somewhat, but it felt a little like, does everything have to be linked by something? Yes, so, rules. you know, like, yeah, whenever it comes to the science and these things, it all has to come from the same exact idea. And it's like, all right, well, it's not but, even the science, though. It's like the magic, too, right? The like, magic. Yeah, all... exactly. Like, yeah, it's all the same. Exa- it has, the origin has to be linked to each other, and then it has to be tied. And it's like, okay. Also, you know, with, when Atlantis does sink into the ocean, it's like it's brought on by like a deviant attacking them and stuff. And I kind of also wanted like a little Eternals nod there. But I think Eternals is probably dead in the water. I don't know. But I wish it would, it would continue. But maybe, maybe it will. Who knows? But I would have loved a little nod, you know. Do you two know how old that actor is? Which one? Like, uh, Tanok. I'm going to guess like in his 50s or something because you're surprised because I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, you, you, you might have overcompensated guess-wise. Okay. He's 41. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I would not have read 41 out of No, I wouldn't have either. That's why I was like, let me go ahead and guess really <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I may have, uh, the eyebrow raise that nobody could see may have set that up too much. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was <laughs> deeply, deeply disturbed by his foot wings. And, and that's not, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I just the concept of foot wings I found yeah. so upsetting. <laughs> the way yeah, they like, I was like, yeah. I was like oh, God. Uh, yeah, I was so thrilled they were there, but I, but sometimes, yeah, I was like, ooh. And then when she rips one off or like part of it oh, off, it was yeah. like, ah. like it just. I, I, there was something like deeply, <laughs> up, deep, like disturbing about it to me. Yeah. Just, you know, I, not even like from a visual effects standpoint, just conceptually, yeah. I don't know why it, I found it. Horrifying. Well, and they kind of confirmed. They kind of confirmed he's a mutant, which is kind of cool. Well, they aggressively cause... confirmed he's a mutant. Well, they did, yeah, because he said I was mute, a mutant. Or, you know, I think right? it is. Um, is that the first time we heard mutant? I think it is. I think did didn't they say it in Ms. Marvel or no? Did they? Oh, maybe. I think they did. Yeah. Um, I don't think they like capital M mutanted, but... but yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of fun because you know when you look at the history of him, like he is the first mutant that was ever written in the MCU or in the Marvel comics, and then he like kind of got retconned into not being a mutant. Oh, I actually didn't years. know that. 
Yeah, he was. And then years later, yeah. he was like a mutant again. And it's always been this like, depending on who you talk to, <laughs> Namor <laughs> is or isn't a mutant, you know? <laughs> and so yeah. it's kind of fun. Like, okay, we just, let's just get that out of the way here. In the MCU, he is a mutant. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, and, and, and really that we have mutants. <laughs> well, Annie's an old one because, you know, in the comics, he's not hundreds of years old so i was like they decided to make him old as <laughs> yeah you know so who knows how old our you want old, MCU but you know. <laughs> yeah but i mean who knows how old our our oldest mcu mutant will be because i don't know we're ever gonna get like apocalypse or something but <laughs> well i was just <laughs> gonna say i was like we do have professor x which means theoretically like you know apocalypse is canonical and all that yeah there's there's the uh, oh, true, yeah. true. yeah in the multiverse Theor- yeah in the multiverse yeah. there is yeah. apocalypse no, yeah too true yeah yeah i thought that was handled well but yeah it uh you know it was Sometimes down there, a little like, mm, it doesn't look so good. Um, there were, some, I mean, as with all these films, there are always things that are like, ooh. But I did think there were plenty of things that I thought looked better than they could have looked. Like, considering this man, like, almost nude flying around in the sky with, like, <laughs> with wings on his heels. Like, it was like, the, I were tiny, was, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was less disturbed by the CGI with him flying around than I felt like I probably would have been in a different Marvel film. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was. Yeah, okay. I found his his underoos so strange, like strangely cut. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just you know, the cut of them felt like very high and old, and I was like, I get that yeah. they're not trying to do like a speedo, but yeah. But it's funny because he has, to, like wires, you know. But yeah, well, well, and it's funny because I I liked you know I liked what they did here, and they're like, oh, let's just put him in a you know whatever. But like, he has had plenty of costumes where he is way more clothed than that so it was like they just went for it and i was like all right cool whatever. well i, I also you. thought it was not that he didn't look fit but they like did not have him be you know yeah he didn't have to become of... thor right yeah he wasn't chris hemsworth right yeah. he was like he was like attainable fit <laughs> you know what i mean like right yeah than like oh i don't well, I, you think it's attainable fit. you don't even like yeah. one of those or like, oh, yeah no, I, I could never but yeah. yeah but i just mean he like yeah he looked like yeah oh, okay you're like a fit guy you know yeah yeah as opposed to like chris hemsworth you're like oh you are literally cut out of you're chiseled yeah. out of like marble cool right and like i could and would never try to accomplish something like that yeah i'm like you probably <laughs> had a collar in how long yeah we we've also yet to address the story. This is another storyline that I felt like was jammed in. Was uh, our good friend Julia Louis Dreyfus? I don't know why she's a mm-hmm. good friend, but she is now. And Valentina is back, and apparently married to Martin Freeman, who They're divorced. Yeah, uh, divorced. Yeah, like we can't. Like everything has to be beyond interconnected. I know. Oh, that was a little much, but I I laughed at a couple of her scenes. I liked that she. I liked the little silly thing how she had like bugged the beads. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked that part of it. You know what I mean? Because I was like, okay, that's why you're here. Because otherwise, it's like, what is, what is this? I will say, I thought that that was all stuff that kind of made it feel a little more bloated than it needed to be. However, mm-hmm. it did effectively get me more excited for where we're going with this whole, like, the world, maybe Dr. Doom, all gunning for vibranium. Mm-hmm. I'm way more into that than I am where the multiverse is going right now and the King mm-hmm. stuff, I got to say. Like, I'm much more interested in, like, I'm like, let's keep it on our in our world. <laughs> like, I'm getting overwhelmed. By... Yeah, yeah you, you, in the you same know? breath of saying, let's keep it on our world, you said you wanted more Eternals to come. <laughs> like, well, I, no, I know, but on Earth. You know, like, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that's not exactly. on our world, though. Yeah. Say on, in, our, in this dimension or this, multi, this verse, this universe, I guess. is what, That's what I mean. But yeah, it doesn't have to be on our planet always. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should clarify that but the multiverse stuff and like i i'm looking for you know we'll see what ant-man does and the king stuff and everything but it just it's like this feels like oh, okay i'm more interested in that kind of like 
the political nature of like what is going to happen here than I am about like all these other universes at this point. <laughs> so that made me happy. Yeah. It makes sense. I, I really thought we were going to get a Doctor Doom tease at the end though and I was kind of sad we didn't. I understand no. not wanting to I under I, I kind of feel like they wanted to keep they wanted to contain this a little bit and try to keep it well, I mean, contain it, but they also introduced Ironheart and, and this whole Valentina thing and, and Namor and, you know, like, it's, it's a, yeah, it's but true, I think but... in terms of like tonal book ending, you know, they didn't, yeah. they didn't want to distract. Not, it didn't oh have to be God, like wait. a, like a reveal or something of him or something, but just something that was like, okay, he's coming or this is what we're leading to. Because I thought including the Midnight Angels in it, those like the, the armor that Shuri was building, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I had no it, idea what that was. Well, they're like in the, I mean. In the comics, they're they are built to fight Doctor Doom, ah. and so when I saw those, I thought, "Oh, this is a nod," and it still could have been a nod, but then it became very apparent. That I was like, "Oh no, you just needed something that they could like fly underwater with." <laughs> oh, I had no idea what those were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hated the design for them. They were so unattractive. They just like the comics, though. But, but yeah, they were yeah. very unattractive. Yeah, we have yet to address the very end of it and what they did yeah. reveal, which. On the one hand, I was like, "Cool, I guess we know who the Black Panther man." Like, we this is this is their out for Letitia, possibly. You know, right. that, I was like, "Oh, yeah." Like they're not committed to her, but you know, I'm like, "Oh, look, other options." Well, I they kind of said it was to be like, "Well, we may don't we don't need to," <laughs> you know. So, well, yeah, yeah. There's the threat of that, but I mm-hmm. I do kind of hate that it's a boy, just because I'm like, "Oh, yeah. we." Yeah, it's a girl, yeah. and as much as I, you yeah. know, might have beef with the actress, not necessarily the, the concept of Black Panther being a woman, I'm very pro that. But I was like, okay, I guess we're going back to, and that she, the son will become the king of Wakanda somehow, like, usurping mm-hmm. her. Well, she says she doesn't want it, right? But, I mean. It felt very, like. I, yeah, I kind of read this as, like, because, because yeah, I wasn't, I didn't love it, but then I was kind of, like. Just kind of indifferent on it. After I was more movie. just happy that we don't necessarily have to have Letitia anymore, and I think that's mm-hmm. the you know so that if or like long having... long term. What yeah, I what exactly. I was happy about with it was I felt that part of why she didn't care about it and want it is like she's the end of her family, you know, at this point, you know, for now, or right, and whatever the line there, and she's like, whatever, I can serve better this way and all that, but. It also kind of reinforced to me that I was like, okay, well, if she does then go, whether this inspires her to or she was going to anyway, try to be queen, I do like the idea that, like, it it does remove the need to give her, like, a, like, pregnancy storyline trying to get an heir type of thing. Like, that has to be a focus for her type of thing because she may not want kids. Mm-hmm. And that could be an interesting kind of character take that, like, she doesn't want kids and then now there's there's a way for the bloodline to continue and she has no pressures there, which is kind of cool, you know, because otherwise she would realistically have these pressures to procreate at this point because it's, like, it's just her and they want the bloodline to thrive, right? Yeah. So I liked that element of it, but I, I agreed that it, you should have just made it the daughter. I don't even, yeah. I, I'm not sure if there's a canon child in the comics, but. That's a good question. I don't actually know if there is, but yeah. either way, I don't think anyone would care. They did plenty that was not well, except for, doesn't he marry Storm? He marries Storm. They're like the ultimate power yeah. couple. She's so the queen that, of Wakanda. Does well, Storm have a kid? Oh, oh, well, no, I don't think with him. But because remember, I I think when we talked back before, like I think before, um, before WandaVision, I was like, my hope for mutants to enter was going to be Storm in a Black Panther film because I was like, I think it would be such a cool entry point. 
for the for X Men instead of just going to the classic Wolverine and this and that, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, when she's Queen of Wakanda, those are some pretty fun comics. Uh, he does have a son in the comics okay. at some point, and Storm oh. is the mother. Well, that's fun. She is okay. Yeah. I don't yes. Apparently, it's a Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah, I've definitely read that because that's what got me into it. Because I love New him, Avengers but... Heroes <laughs> of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's an animated film. It's probably, okay. So maybe because I think he because he wrote comics and then they probably made a film based on. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I yeah, I don't know. But yeah, either way, I was kind of indifferent on it. But yeah, it I, again, nice I think the thing that I was, I was torn where I was happy like Jackie that I was like, cool, there's like an out possibly, and then bummed that the patriarchy continues. Yeah, I also kind of just to touch on the Leticia thing again too. Like going into it, I had the hope that we were going to get like multiple Black Panthers. And I thought sure. that could have been cool. And I even was like, what if even Ramonda became one? <laughs> like, you know, I just wanted, That'd be dope. I wanted uh, you know, I wanted Shuri to be there, sure. I wanted like different Dora Milaje members. I wanted Nakia to be one. Like, I was just like, why not just have a bunch of Panthers just be like, let's just go. Because well, there are plenty you know? of comic storylines where there's a bunch of them. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if I've read any that are, but I wouldn't be shocked, you know? It's like, I haven't read like a ton of Black Panther, but I, uh, yeah, it would be a cool thing to do. But so I kind of thought, oh, that'd be neat. Yeah, I guess I've read one, but yeah. Well, I felt like just because since they showed us clearly that it was Shuri in the trailers, I thought there's more to this. I hated, I hated that we saw it was her. I knew it was going to be her, but I hated that they gave it away. That yeah, exactly. Because the first teaser were so good that it just showed, and people were debating: is that a man? Is it a woman? Is it who is it? You know, whatever. Whose body is that? And then when you saw her markings on the helmet, it was like, well, of course that's true. Well, by the time they even got closer, they were just like, meh, and then gave. Yeah, they didn't care. But because they didn't, I was like, oh, there's more. But it was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, too, was Atuma. Because I, I think I said to you, Jack, when we were watching it, I was like, is that? And I kept forgetting his name. And I was like, oh, it's Atuma, the the big kind of bulky man of Talokan. I don't know what they were calling them. In the, yeah. Oh, 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 the shark Atlantean. man? Yeah, he's not Atlantean, but he's... <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was funny because I was like, he's a totally different, like, I don't know what the right word is of, of being, of, you know, Mermanus, Mermanus being in the, in the sea. Um, Cause I think they're like homo Mermanus people or whatever, but, and he's like one of Nimor's like nemesis oh. kind of, or nemesis or however you say it, whatever, at, at a lot of different times. And I thought, because one thing that still kind of bugs, even though I'm okay with more of the plot than I was the first time. When they go, when the Wakandans go, or Shuri and um, Denai's character, I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now, Okoye, go and they get Riri in, were they in Chicago? I don't remember where they went, but wherever they go. And they're like trying to get her out and they go out there on the bridge, you know? I was like, why did the merman people, why did they show up? Like, if you had to send them to go get this girl, why didn't you just go get her? Like, it was like, if you're going to show up on the bridge to take her anyway. That's like valid. What, what tipped you off to to know they they weren't going to be good for their word, you know? Like at that point, how did you even know? You know, it was, it was just this weird thing where I was like, "What in the world?" But since Nimor wasn't there, I had thought at that point that Atuma was doing something and like planning his own thing and was going to be double oh. more. And so I was kind of like, "Oh, okay," but then it didn't, and I was like, "Oh," and then I was kind of confused why you even had him in the film at all. But I mean, maybe there's a, a setting up a possibility of yeah, no, they totally could because maybe now he's mad at like the new approach or whatever. But still, I was just that whole scene. I was a little kind of like, hmm. but whatever, <laughs> just just one of those things. All right. Well, parting thoughts: Is everyone going to go see it again in theaters? Question mark. I would like to. I don't know about it's like time permitting with there's so much stuff 
out and seasons yeah. upon us and stuff. So like I, I would like to, but I would only really care to do it if I could go again in like IMAX or like Dolby, like a big format because mm-hmm. I felt like it was more much more of a spectacle that way for me. Jackie, I have no plans to see it again. I'm not like opposed. Yeah, yeah. To it's not being like anti, it, but like yeah, yeah. I'm just you know never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like. I'm not someone who particularly rewatches Marvel movies, so yeah. there's a good chance that I will not rewatch this. Not in a, a mean way, but just like because I didn't love it and because I retain enough of the vital information from the story. Like, there's not a compelling yeah. reason for me to. Anyway, let us move on to the menu. Did you two see the trailer before? I had not. Okay. I had. I was pretty excited for the movie. Okay. Jackie, what did you think not having seen the trailer? I'm obsessed with it. Oh, okay. And then Matt, same question, having seen the trailer. I loved it, but I was a little sad with the full outcome. I wanted more, like, deaths and violence. Yeah, I I I felt like... Because, see, I wasn't expecting any violence, because for some reason, I don't know, I had read like a blurb or something about it. And I thought that it was just going to be a comedy about like, um, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, you know, in that kind of way. And so when it first started happening, I was completely shocked and I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. What is this? (laughs) So it was very like, yeah. So I was like, Oh, so I really kind of appreciate that. I went into it with no expectation really. It's it's one of my favorite ways to watch movies if I can. Yeah, I I I'm with you. I wish I hadn't seen it. I just like happened to see it, and I was like, oh okay. I guess this is like the most dangerous game, or is it like a cannibal story, or like what's going on here? And then while I I I really love the first two thirds of the movie, and then it sort of falls apart at the end a little bit for me. Like I get what they did, but it just I, I, the the dessert. Finale, not the literal dessert, but you know, the like if we yeah. were comparing this the to s'mores. a dining like, course, yeah, no, 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 but not even s'mores. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if I was doing a three course meal, the dessert being the third act didn't work for me. Oh, I see, yeah, 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 it's a bad I, analogy uh, for a movie about food. <laughs> oh, right, right, and yeah, I expected violence, but I didn't know what level or I it was, I felt like the trailer did a good job of being very kind of like, what is this, <laughs> you know, because like you said, it's like, oh, is this about kind of like, what is this about? I knew it was nefarious. Like, I knew it wasn't mm-hmm. just, like, a movie about dinner. Well, and but the funny thing is, is, like, it, I definitely knew, like, you have a creepy vibe watching it, obviously. And yeah, like, like something's not right. And it's like, yeah. No, yeah. 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 Like, and even so, my brother, he watched it with me, and he's not very good at movies. But he was kind and was watching it with me. Anyway, and he turned to me, he's like, is this a horror movie? And it was, like, right when we had gotten to the island. And I was he, like, huh. Yeah. And, and I felt that like the tone was was set well, and like the trailer captured the tone and everything great too. And I was like, okay, it was very consistent with what the trailer looked like. But by the time as the story's unraveling and we're getting toward the end, it was just kind of like I I still think structurally, trailer or no trailer, I think I would have preferred more to be happening to more of these people because there were so many of them. And then for all of them to just like give up and burn alive at the end, I was like, oh, okay. Like yeah. it just, it didn't, that part didn't like, I didn't buy that they all of a sudden were like totally fine with the experience at that point to just sit there and not, at that point you're going to burn alive, just go run and get killed, who cares? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. so that was like a little like, okay, you know, but I liked 
the idea. I love how she got out of it. I thought that was really clever, and I, I really liked that. Um, and okay. I thought Ray Fiennes was just like chef's kiss. Like he was, oh, he was like, so he was good. Cool. He was so good. Like it was just excellent. Um, I will say I, I agree with the 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 commentary about the finale not being enough. I I, I liked it visually though of them. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You know, thing and like the whole. Well, the, like, like plating the whole room, it, you know? and yeah. yeah, 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 but, like, yeah, I, I do think, did either of you see Triangle of Sadness? I have not, I, I have not okay. I, I watched them in the same week, and they're both mm. beyond excellent at capturing these, like, very elitist micro-personalities that you, yeah. you know, I, I was like, I, I don't think I've ever been exposed to them firsthand, but, well, I actually, I've probably been exposed to a few of them firsthand, but, you know, with Triangle Sadness, it takes place on a boat and like a yacht and you have these like, you know, yachties because I watch Below Deck. So I'm like, oh, OK, you know, I've oh, yeah. seen <laughs> this level of, you know, uh, uh, entitlement and privilege. And it's all through that's through the lens of, you know, reality. Like, I know TV this story. Up. But I do. And then for this, I was like, I feel like I watch I've watched so many like fictional and real things about food. And and this is just I felt like it captured so well the essence of the people who would be doing this dining experience and the things they'd be saying and all the various you know like approaches to it i was i was in love with it just as a comedy and then when it became a little more like horror social commentary like you know leaning into that right yeah i was like oh fuck yes this is excellent (laughs) because that's nothing i I expected you know yeah i don't have like a very broad palette when it comes to food and like and so for me i don't i don't judge people who are like big foodies or whatever but i do kind of like i guess i judge a little when i like roll my eyes at like the level of like basically like the it's like yeah deconstructed home and i'm like kind of like and he's hungry yeah and it's just like i'm like roll my eyes a tiny bit i'm just like give me a slice of pizza well and foam is like you know yeah it's gross well and so everything i will say like because the theater i was in like people were laughing and stuff it was kind of like a late night and it was a little bit rowdy people were like into it laughing and whatever because it's that crowd but I consistently laughed out loud at, I think, every single thing that Janet McTeer said, I like know. the food critic. It was so good. I thought yes. she was hysterical. And I would have watched like an entire like thing of just her and him in the dining experience because I just thought their, their pretentious comments about everything. It was so that was funny. Hysterical. It was me. I, I was it. watching at the Alamo and it was completely sold out like afternoon showing of it. And me and this other, the guy that was sitting next to me on my right, were the only people who were laughing hysterically through the whole movie. Everyone else was really not. And I was surprised. But I bet you they all saw the trailer and were very confused. No, I don't They're know. Really I have concerned. no idea. Yeah. No, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just, I do wish the ending had been stronger. Because if it had been, I would be like, oh, everyone go see this movie. But I'm like, yeah. you probably, should, if you think you like it, you, you probably like it. But I don't want you to watch the trailer. And, you know, it's, it's just a complicated one to recommend. Yeah, I did recommend it to a couple people but i um yeah i recommended it too yeah. to a couple but, people so. but but i, I feel that because i i like it i mean I just, I'm I told for it. a little a little more like mm, i yeah i told someone that. i was like look if you haven't seen the trailer yet don't you know the less you yeah. know about it the better and then that's all i said yeah for me it's like i mean present company excluded i don't know who i reckon so my parents asked they were like oh should we go i was like nope nope it's not a <laughs> no it's not and not in a bad you know but i was just like they i don't think they'll get nuance of it and the, they'll be like the end is weird i wouldn't recommend this to my parents for sure yeah 
I would to my mom. I run in horror circles, so for me, like you know, like. But I, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I, I don't feel like it was, was like, horror horror. You know, it was like, yeah, otherwise it, I would have been running for the hills. It wasn't necessarily it's horror like, horror, but like, it was it was thriller, like a horror. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was horror. So it just wasn't like in your face. Like, oh, this is terrifying. I'm like, oh my god, I can't look at the screen. But it was like it was a horror. It was a horrific story. So it was like it yeah. still count as like comedy horror. I think. I um, agree. But it's the type of thing. That, it's a type of comedy that people who love horror would like. You know, essentially. Yeah, so I recommended it to people I know that love horror, honestly. But that's valid. Yeah. I I also I watched it on an empty stomach and I was sad because when they did show certain things, like they showed the bread and I was like, Oh, that looks so good. They're like, (laughs) No bread (laughs) When they wouldn't give up the bread, I was I was angry. Like I couldn't even like I I, like couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. I thought it was the funniest, most ridiculous, like Left oh, I remember. I was, when they like, I don't deserve the bread, and like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. It wasn't even you don't deserve it. It's like you're too good for the bread, right? Because it was yeah. like, oh, the bread is like of the yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah of the, the peasants or something. People. And then, yeah. and then it was just the condiments. And then he, and then Ray finds was mad at her for not eating, and like, it was so funny. It, yeah, it was. I, I mean, I again, parts of it were truly yeah. spectacular. I did think it was creepy when he came into the bathroom and like when she looked over at yes like, I, thought that was so the I was like ooh, <laughs> it's a little like and i and she was so gutsy she's just like she's like whatever i would have been like uh sir please get the restroom before i come out of this stall because like yeah you know like he like locked the door behind him like yeah dude. i know i was like uh he's just he's so good well, at playing that like yes but i i, I you know sp- similarly to that vibe though we just like completely gloss over the whole him you know uh trying to sleep with his one of his chefs and yeah. then not speaking to her for you like that you know i know she gets to stab him we're spoiling this whole movie yeah yeah but you know i know she gets to stab him out of it but i was like okay so he's a much yeah. worse person it feels like than you know yeah. I, was, I was a little it's bit like on board he's, he's miserable. Like, yeah yeah but he's but, lived but, a miserable life but it's not just, just miserable like, it's like exerting it upon you know right. other people in a well i mean yeah he he's obviously I've used this word a lot tonight, but diabolical. Like, I mean, he's like, you know, well, he's he's abusive. He's have, yeah, you know, and abusive, yeah. and he's decided he's going to have these people here to die for his his own. He's just, yeah, his he's, final he's finale. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't. And think there are lots of for him, really. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just it he just played it so well that it was like, oof. So I know, was, but it, I just it, I was like, little, we've glossed over this a little too much for me. In a yeah, it did gloss, but I, I then I liked, and then yeah, because it was like she was just so because then she, her, all of her stuff was kind of humorous you know what i mean so it was yeah. kind of like it, it was aided in the gloss well but women did like, get to just hang out and have a good meal yeah well the men got beat up and stuff but sure but, but they were yeah. in there and when they were like oh so we're all good like we don't all have to die whatever whatever and she was like which was oh yeah that was my idea i'm very proud of it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean that was great <laughs> I thought that was so funny <laughs> And also, I think my last thing is I want to give a shout out to Hong Chao's performance because she oh, just as the like she was amazing steward of she that was island, incredible. And I also thought she was hilarious when she would yes. be like, "Can you go back to your seat?" You know, just like <laughs> yes, or telling yes. telling the the tech bros no. The three guys, yeah, yeah. yeah so we have no. And she was wasted yeah. too soon, but she she was yeah, agreed. I mean, she was in a decent yeah. amount with the film, but when she was gone, I was sad about it because I was like, "Oh no, I wasn't done with you," <laughs> you know. <laughs> I wanted more death, but not her. (laughs) No. Don't worry. You sort of got it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I I was like, I don't know how to transition that to she's. (laughs) Well, speaking of improper treatment of characters. Yeah, that's actually true. We're talking about abusing your power towards. uh, Well, I don't know if this glosses over, but 
I so we saw she said, and the number one question I had coming out of this, and and you two are not exactly the right folks to ask, just because you know we are sort of like film very film fanatical. But I I was just like, are people not familiar with the story already going to care about this? And I'm curious as to your thoughts. How many people aren't aware of the story though? I think people know, but I think I don't think people know not as, as much. Engrossed. Yeah, I mean. I guess I don't see why not. I think the film actually sort of tries to address it in that they're like, what do they say? They're, you know, oh, oh, actresses have a voice, you know, blah, 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 all this stuff. You know, why didn't they speak up? I think that it, it did it in a way. The victims are, you know, a lot of the victims are high powered people. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like the way I think about like a documentary where like a documentary, the subject matter doesn't necessarily have to be the most fascinating thing. It can still be done in a way that's like it could get anybody right. And I felt like this, they were smart enough to go about it in a way where they they acknowledge that most people are aware that, you know, he did do these things and did a lot of terrible, you know, terrible things and he's in jail and all that. Mm-hmm. Or at, at least, or at the very least, that there was a big takedown and a big movement in Hollywood like that, that kind of spawned from something. Yeah. That they approach it in a way where they assume, you know, and so the the did he do this element didn't matter at all in the film. Right. Because it was actually just about the process of like how they had to go about breaking the story. And the story could have been anything in, to that, in that note, to that note. You know what I'm saying? Like where right. I think they approached it in that way, which was smart to where I do think that like anyone with any level of knowledge could potentially enjoy it because it was. Yeah. It's not necessarily about enjoyment to me. I, I was just. Or care, uh, I guess, about yeah. you know, get, get invested enough to care about getting this story broken because if as long as it's a story that has weight to it you know right because it was about the process of getting that done that makes sense yeah so that's my long-winded way of saying it. i think yes that they, they could and they would because i loved it I, I, I really really did i was worried i wouldn't and i really did i was surprised i uh I, I didn't love it i respect it but i i was and it was also very strange so i was at a screening and one people were talking which is so rude because it's like definitely all industry people and two, you know, there were some people like who it, it just reacting in a way. And I was just looking around the room and uh, the demographics were like a little bit older. And I, I was just thinking, I was like, how many of you benefited from Weinstein Company events or sure. mixers or whatever, you know, and you were all complicit in this in some ways, potentially, you know, not like directly, but as a, as a whole. So it was a very meta experience for me, which is why I'm like, are other people going to care about this to the same level, I guess is a better framing of it than people who we kind of hang out with. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe not on the exact same level, but that probably could go with, could go with any true story of any kind of element too, in that way where it's like, well, you know, if you're already really close to it, you're probably going to get more, you know, yeah. or you're like, oh, I already know all this. This is boring. You know, like, and, and I felt like this was, pretty good at like, I thought it was told pretty compellingly was, you know I, so I, I don't know I but I I like a true based on a true story for the most part I don't I don't like the sports ones for whatever reason but for the most part like if you're telling an investigative journalism story I tend to like those movies so I guess I have potential to like them I often end up not sometimes just because I feel like it ends up being such a like glossed over kind of like here's here are a bunch of like notable events that happened, but it has to cover this large period of time and all these yeah. things that happened no, that it doesn't it. ever get deep enough. And so I always think, I often think they should have just been documentaries. 
yeah. this one I felt could make a great documentary, but I felt that as a film, it was like, I, I really liked it. I was like, I was, I was totally into it. When I saw the runtime, I was a little like, oh, this might, I thought it was gonna be a little dry. and <laughs> like, oh God, it's gonna be too long. And I was worried about watching it like too late, you know, and be like, oh God, don't fall asleep. But it had me awake the whole time. And I was like into it. And the performances I thought were outstanding. I mean, I could watch Gary Mulligan read the Bible, but I but I've just, you know, as far as just everyone across the board, I thought was pretty strong. I, I just, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I found it a little inside baseball on two fronts because like the film front and then the journalism front where I'm like, okay, I'm familiar with both these industries like pretty intimately at this point. It, you know, it has, it has more meaning for me, but I don't know if I would be like, also, it's just, just a separate thing. It's a tough one to recommend in a different way where I'm like, hey, you want to go get depressed for a bit? Go watch yeah. these, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Definite... I thought it was pretty hopeful, to be honest, because there were these people that were willing to go through all of that just to tell the story. Sure. And really trying to make sure that they could tell the story and that they would dig up enough that it was, you know, they could prove what had happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that part of it, I agree with that. Was, that part was hopeful. But overall, it felt it it, it, it was a downer and like in, in that it just was like for it just was. It was hard for me to leave feeling like happy, <laughs> you know, about like, you know, so I felt also, hopeful, but they had to go through a lot just to like, to stop this guy. And it was like hopeful that they were able to put a stop to him, um, at least, you know, in the way that he was stopped, I guess. But it, but it's like the amount they had to go through and the amount of traumas that they had to like unearth just to get there was just like, ugh. <laughs> it was heavy. Yeah. But it was just like, I, I had for me, it felt like a downer by the end still. You know who the actual MVP of that movie was? to me though was jennifer l who she plays play? uh she plays the irish girl grown up yes 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 i was gonna she's, say yes she's One lizzie bennett from that. pride and prejudice yes, bbc yeah yeah she was incredible yeah and then samantha morton like her one yeah. mega scene i was just like oh. oh damn like this is capital a actor yeah you know mm-hmm. very, very, very she was so good and i don't remember the actress's name but the actress that was with the husband in Silicon Valley, but that that happened too. That Samantha Moore was talking about. I thought she was great too. Oh, like oh, everyone yes, who, yes. Everyone who had to do like an interview, like even the guy that was talking to Zoe's character, like like mm-hmm. at the, giving her, like, I thought he was great. I just thought everyone was so believable, you know. And that's and that's part of what made it so heavy too. Or just like, in fact, what's what's kind of ironic, and maybe it's because it's hard to like play yourself in a film. But I almost thought Ashley Judd was the least believable part of it, which is ironic because she's actually telling her true story. Yeah, but. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she's trying to act while telling it. So it was a little kind of like, it's hard to. Agreed. You know, and I, hard to do. I get that you can't, you can't have someone else play her. Really? I mean, it feels weird if you did, but then it also takes you out of it when she does play herself. Cause there's yeah. all these other real people not playing themselves. So it's just. Well, it did make yeah, me wonder. I was like, why, why didn't yeah. they agree to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting also, but yeah, I think they just probably wouldn't have shown that scene with her. And they would have, like, the way they did Gwyneth and the way they did yeah. even Harvey. Like, I thought the way they handled Harvey was pretty, pretty good. Like, I was like, yeah. the fact that we never even saw his face, you don't have to, like, mm-hmm. it made me a little sad that, like, I kind of, I wanted to see the scene with Carrie Mulligan sitting there just, like, not caring that he's bursting in there trying to, like, whatever. I wanted to see it. In it but I, was, know, like, yeah. I feel like it was much just, better to. Oh, it, it was, but I just, yeah, like, yeah. I got so, it's just, I guess it's a testament to how engrossed I was in the whole story that it was real to me. So I was like, I want to see that footage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, well, wait, it doesn't exist because that wasn't Harvey. And he would have ruined yeah. it because it's like, hey, that's yeah. not Harvey. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It just, it, yeah, it was, I thought it was cut together so nicely. It reminded me of, um, in some ways, it reminded me of, well, Spotlight, of course, which I actually like Spotlight. But it, 
but it was also reminding me of parts that I really enjoyed about like the first season of the newsroom in some ways. It wasn't quite as like Aaron Sorkin, mm-hmm. you know, I can feel that. written, yeah, but, right. mm-hmm. but just that, that same vein of like the story breaking and the, the importance of getting this out. And, you know, I, I don't know. It just was, it was, I don't know. It was powerful and I'm kind of sad. It's not doing better. Well, I'm very sad. It's not doing better. So I, heard it didn't do I think it's, I think it's tough. Off. And I think this, this also has to do with the, like who is going to be interested in this because one, I do think there's a, a reasonable comparison to spotlight. You know, I, I don't think that's an unfair thing to make. Two, it'll get compared because of that. And then also, like, because it's about women, you know, they'll be like, oh, it's the late. I've called it this and I probably shouldn't have. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's kind of Lady Spotlight-ish. But not, not in a derogatory way because didn't Spotlight win the best picture Oscar or whatever. But, you know, it, if you are trying to find a comp to it, I'm like, yeah, it's that. And that is about Harvey Weinstein. Like, that's what you need to know. Well, and people also, I, I find because you see comments online, even prior to this movie and stuff, but people like to point fingers, and sometimes rightfully so, but at when Hollywood is like all of a sudden interested in criticizing itself and trying to act like it's not part of the problem that is it. <laughs> you know what I mean in a way? And I think people respond to that in a way where they're like, oh, brother. So now they're now Hollywood, who is like benefited from everything that Harvey Weinstein has done, is now making a movie taking him down. Like that kind of thing is like, give me a break. You know what I mean? Like, and so I think there's an element of that, but I, do, I disagree because I love it, but you know. Did you two see the thing about, I want to say it's like, I don't want to get the outlet wrong. Well, don't search she said on Twitter. That's a huge mistake. Oh, jeez. A journalist who is in the film industry, and I will have to look it up later, made a comment about the success or distribution or whatever of it. And they're like, you know who would have done a good job of getting this film distributed in awards, blah, 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 but can't because of the basically where they were saying like Harvey Weinstein should have you know uh would have done a great job of making this film successful and it's like you just say you hate women just say that's that's the way to say you hate women like yeah yeah but it was it was atrocious and they were from like a very large outlet that's really really gross yeah Yeah. exactly because I was gonna say on the flip side of that it's like I saw the two journalists and then Carrie and Zoe on the view like last Mm. week before it came out or whatever and they were just talking about and like how like so much of the crew also are people who with stories and things and like people that like were part of and very female led and everything. And it was like, but, but there was, it was survivors of all this. Like it was like, it must've been such a, like a powerful thing to make together. Yeah. And it's like, talk about the antithesis right. to everything that you're saying about yeah. that person. You know what I mean? Just kind of like, you're so gross. No, yeah. uh, it was from the Hollywood reporter. Oh, great. Their apology, because they took the thing down. They said, earlier tonight, I tweeted what was intended to be a joke, that Harvey Weinstein would have known how to distribute, she said, during Oscar season. Like, that's not a, you know, but it was stupid, not funny, and in poor taste. I unequivocally apologize, and we'll do better moving forward. That's Scott Feinberg. Go to hell. Yeah, bye. We're interested in what you have to say about it, if that's what you're going to lead with. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I I like that movies like this get made you know, show things and treat these women as the heroes they were, you know? 100%. Yeah. Oh, well, ironically, you know who's coming for Scott Feinberg on uh, Instagram? Letitia Wright. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's great. That came full circle. Wow. All right. Well, you know. <laughs> that was not on my bingo card. It was not on my bingo card. He no. said exactly, you know who would have handled the rollout of this movie very differently were he not featured in it and incarcerated? Yeah, that's still not funny nope anyway i do i like i think it's a well-crafted film it's a well-acted film and maybe it's just a a being overwhelmed by the content of it for me 
I'm sure there's an element of that in everyone's, you know, experience yeah. too. I think it's just, especially women, you know, and, and then women working and, and very engrossed in this type of industry too. It's just kind of like that it's not, you know, and they touched upon that it's it's not, this is just something that like these high profile people are going through, but this is not something that doesn't happen in every industry, you know, and it's just, it, it's heavy. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was, ugh, but also like powerful and smart to start the film off with her work trying to take down Trump. Mm-hmm. and kind of drawing that comparison I thought especially like not that that not that the people who like Trump are interested in this film either so who cares but it's a thing where like it's, it's it, it drew a parallel in such a way that was very timely I would say yes. <laughs> with, yeah. with, with him just announcing a run for presidency again it's well, just like I, that kind of I thing saw that it before like, the election uh, yeah. the midterm elections so I was just oh. like eh. <laughs> God, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's a different lens after that. That's why Jack. Yeah, so cool. yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> She's like, well, well, listen, we have the Senate, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a in a much lighter fare, but female led and empowered, and equally good. Equal. Well, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I enjoy uh, falling for Christmas. Where Lindsay Lohan has dipped. Oh, this what a trans. Uh, ter- these are terrible <laughs> transitions tonight. It's hard. It's a hard week. But yeah, Lindsay Lohan is starring starred in a Netflix original Christmas movie, thus kicking off the season for me at least. Because, well, no, I guess I watched Spirited. But uh, what did you two think? It gave me what I needed. It. <laughs> I. I was having really superficial issues. Yeah, me too. <laughs> there were a couple. The lead actor was like not attractive. And I felt like was a lot of the so acting... unattractive. And like, why were we yeah. wanting him to fall? They had like zero chemistry. So what was the point of this yeah. unattractive dude? You know. Well, I felt like well, every single from, scene. Right? Um, my friend told me, and I can't remember. He was on Glee. Glee, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I felt like every casting choice, just the way it felt to me, anyway, was was just completely sidelined and hindered by the fact that they just had to pay Lindsay for the movie. So I felt like they couldn't afford to pay anyone else for it. And so they just had to get all these, like, but they probably did. I just, but, but I just. Well, ex- except like, for, you know, who her dad was, although I'm sure he's not particularly expensive. Her dad is a soap opera star. It's uh, oh, Jack Wagner. Well, so I was like, he looks super familiar, but. The, uh, well, yeah. I didn't like the casting of like her boyfriend. I, when I, when they first showed him, I thought that was her publicist, like, or something. I thought it was just going to be like that character. And then I was like, oh, we're supposed to think that they're together. <laughs> like, I, I, was, I just couldn't buy it. I know. I didn't that hate was... that character, actually. I didn't hate the character, and I, th- I was laughing. Or, or the casting of it. He was yeah. going through. But yeah, I don't, but yeah for me, I thought, like, I was like, I, I didn't believe that her character and who she was was, like, with that guy. Like, sucking up all the air out of the room and being, like, a social media influencer and all that. I was just kind of, like, the way he was acting. I was like, no, this doesn't, I just wasn't buying it. But it's just a choice, you know. But it doesn't matter. I'm going to watch it every year. Like around Christmas, <laughs> it doesn't. None of this I, matters. This makes me worry about you, but okay. <laughs> We're gonna you run out of so, hours. To... You'd be so worried about me if you ever spent just one evening here during the months of November and December. Yes, I, I, I know. I, I. This is why I, I watch stay at away. least at least one a night. I mean, there are at this point. Sadly, there are this many. You mm-hmm. know what the fakest part of this movie that I've just discovered is a real thing was? Mm. I assumed the boyfriend's accent was just like a bad fake accent it turns out he's he's actually british oh wow i thought he was (laughs) he must have like a accent or something and he was going for like better i was just like i assumed he was just like a you know born in like nebraska and moved to la and they're like that guy 
You're going to be the British guy. That's nope. hysterical. He is actually British. Go figure. That's so funny. Yeah. I loved the set pieces. I loved that it was never, barely ever remotely even believable that they were outside. Yeah. I loved that it, it just. I it loved be, that it, all of her outfits when she was staying with him still managed to fit, despite the fact that they were out of the lost and found bin. Perfect mm-hmm. jeans. I mean, it was, yeah. They looked was, very cute. Yeah. It was incredible. The fake raccoon out the window. I mean, it was just. You know, there was a lot there. The child yeah. actress, the sk- was... all the skiing scenes, all of the skiing scenes. Uh, the, <laughs> we hate action, but like this, uh, this converted us to action. Oh well, because I'm sorry, but the 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 fall that they both went through was <laughs> completely unsurvivable. Like we were talking, like Sonny Bono passed away by hitting a tree. Like they, they like that especially he went through a lot the fact that he didn't come through with any real injuries except for that like fish hook this movie is actually whatever. shockingly uh it's secretly spirited and it's about ghosts yeah um, <laughs> but it was like wow. yeah it's about it's about ghosts i get it <laughs> also this is such a minor detail but i just loved it so much but at the end when the, everyone's like donating to the lodge or whatever there's this couple that comes forward and they're like you gave us this place for our wedding for blah blah, blah. and they are literally dressed like a bride and groom he is in a, t- a black suit and she's in a mm-hmm. white dress. And I was like, they really that. didn't think we would understand wedding and had to yeah. costume them like they are in a wedding. Like that is or the that's costume how dumb designer, they think we are. Or the costume designer is so unoriginal that they're like, okay. The well, I, maybe the couple. character's wedding was so amazing that they it, that's now their personality. I mean, Possibly. it could be. You're we not, don't know. You're not considering yeah. that. Yeah. We don't know. Very true. That's what I got from it. I was like, did I even take notes on this movie? I don't think I took any notes on it, which I... Well, how could you? I mean, what is there, you know... Like I know, there's no notes. I mean, there's no notes, notes is really what no it comes notes. down to. Yeah. No notes, yeah. I was like, or how long again. ago did I watch it? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was fine. It was, you know, it's exactly, exactly what... It's Do you exactly feel... what we yeah, thought well, it would be. Well, as I say, Dana, for, for you, who I think has more of a max quota of these types of movies you'll watch every year. Yes. Does it feel like it lived up to like, okay, I'm glad I did that one? Or are you kind of like, oh, could have been better? Only because of my weird fascination with Lindsay Lohan that I was like, yeah, yeah okay, I needed to see this. Let's be yeah. honest. I like, this, I like this area for her. I think that she should do more of this. I thought of her recent things. She looked and sounded mm-hmm. most coherent and great. She seemed healthy. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It I was very like happy. She, for, I was she happy learned for her. lines, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like she showed up to set and she did her job. Yeah. We sound like we're being cruel and facetious, but I was like, no, no I was very I'm happy for her. Genuinely happy for her, yeah. It's been a worry for a very long time that it, that she would completely hit rock bottom and be done. And so it's just kind of like, I, you know, I'm very happy for her. Yes. I can't remember. There's there's one that is the, like the one that I am putting my eggs in the basket for of the season. And it's the one I think it's about like an optometrist and like a colorblind someone. It is, it's, it's truly ridiculous and so i can't i cannot remember i i have to i sent it to a friend and i was like this is the one this is the weirdest one i've seen the description of the season and that is what that's what i'm hoping will be and of course it's like no name lifetime people which is the, the only way to do this properly often the, like often the best ones yeah yes oh it's called the most colorful time of the year it'll be on hallmark and someone's colorblind <laughs> it contains school colorblindness school teacher optometrist romance i love it <laughs> Queue it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> December 9th on the Hallmark Channel at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Love Perfect. it. I know what love, I'll be love, doing. Love. We will probably do that one. Just because I know where I'll be. Yeah. 
Yes, but for so Matt, you already said you were going to rewatch it every year. Uh, Jackie, where is it? You're in Pantheon. Yeah, I'd watch this next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not going to either of your apartments in November and December. Yeah. <laughs> it's not safe. Eleven one, eleventh one through twelve twenty five. This is not a safe place I, for you. It's so horrifying. No, it's except for it's not October either because it turns into Halloween. Like that's fine. I, yeah, I was like, actually, no, September first through December twenty fifth. You should just avoid my apartment. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's I'll a see no you in January. Yeah. <laughs> January. All right. Well, Lindsay Lohan has made the rotation for sixty six percent of us, but we've also we, it's been a while. So we're watching what? What else have we been watching the last two weeks? So many things. It's we'll like do, we'll do rapid all. fire. We'll watch it. We'll I can't watch remember it. all of them because, yeah. as you know, I'm watching a Christmas movie every day at least. But that's so. I did go that. watch Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I have seen that as well. We will talk about that closer yeah. to its Netflix launch. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's coming out on Netflix, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. playing at Limley and uh, Limley, is that you say it? In um, uh, Santa Monica. So I went to see that, I guess. I'll leave it there because we're going to talk about other things, right? So, <laughs> Yes, this is true. <laughs> talk about that. So, yeah. But that and a number of other random things I watched, like Dead to Me. and Exactly. I mean, I've been so watching, like, I know, right? It's like, I don't know. I don't even remember anywhere. I was watching a lot of Property Brothers, but, like, the Forever Home one. <laughs> But that's just like my background noise show. Okay. I'm trying to think of like the actual stuff I watched with any, you know what I mean, substance to it. Sure. But I was, I watched Spirited. Mm-hmm. As did I, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that's all I can remember off the top of my head for some reason. I'll have to just start a note. Yeah. I got a half hour in. So. All right, I've got a bevy. I saw Glass Onion, which by the time this comes out, you can technically see in theaters for one week only. Okay. I'm very excited. I got tickets. Oh, yeah, for, like, oh yay. Yeah. Uh, it will come out on Netflix. I saw Triangle of Sadness, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do want to see that. I, I liked it. I think I think it, it's long. It's a little bit long, but uh, much like some of the performances in the menu, there are some spectacular ones. I saw Strange World. I also finally finished Love is Blind. I've been watching White Lotus. Mythic Quest. I've been watching that. You watched that too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mythic Quest. Great British baking show. Finished up. And The mm-hmm. Crown, which I'm not loving, but I still am watching for some reason. How's my Elizabeth? Is she doing well? She's Did okay. They... Yeah. It's, you know. It's... Did you like the actress before her better? I think they're both excellent in their own ways. Um, it's more, it's actually more about the supporting players. And like, I don't, I don't believe for the life of me, whatever his name is, Dominic, whatever is Charles. It's the hardest stretch for me. Oh, I also watched Pep- uh, Pepsi Where's My Jet, which is a docu-series slash could have just been one documentary on Netflix, oh, okay. which is about at one point Pepsi ran an ad campaign that was like, oh, if you turn in 7 million Pepsi points, you can have a military jet. And then someone did it. Well, this guy who became obsessed with trying to cash in on it and then the ensuing legal battle. But it's actually, it's, it was interesting. Wow. Sounds interesting, actually. Yeah, I watched I some sort of true crime. I don't remember what it was, though. I think I have a few of those that are in my in my queue. It's going to be a murderous Thanksgiving. Yeah, for sure. So, only watching murder. All right. Well, we'll have so many more things, and we'll be back. Thank you both. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt, and now a couple of quick follow-up points. So for as for Namor... He was actually the first mutant, as we said, currently listed on Marvel.com as the hybrid mutant son of an Atlantean and a human. He was the first to appear in print, but there are some who are older than him in the comics, and those folks include Selene, Apocalypse, Exodus, Wolverine, Mystique, and Destiny. 
In the 60s and 70s, they started describing him as hybrid to distinguish him from the X-Men who were the mutants. Uh, But then in the 90s, they came back around to calling him Marvel's first and mightiest mutant. And then as for the Midnight Angels, they are a group of Dora Milaje who are assassination specialists. I guess they were assigned to work with Deadpool during the Doom War between Doctor Doom and Wakanda. Maybe something that we're building to? Maybe not. Not entirely sure. As for T'Challa's progeny, there are a couple versions or universes where he does have a kid. You know, there's a a child in exiles named T'Chaka after his father, who is the son of Storm and T'Challa. There's also a son in MC2. There's one in Marvel Zombies. And in the aforementioned Next Avengers Heroes of Tomorrow, I couldn't actually find evidence of there ever being multiple Black Panthers in a comic run. So it sounds like the mantle of Black Panther is there's only one, but you can have multiple people in suits, but the powers are limited. And then finally for Atuma, he in the comics is from a tribe of barbaric Atlanteans and is a homo mermanus versus Namor, who is an Atlantean slash human mutant hybrid. He does become Namor's nemesis. Who knows if that'll happen later in these movies? I don't know where they're going with this, but That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.